Hey everybody, I'm Zuli. And I'm Fab, and you're listening to the Unhinged Sisters Podcast, the show that joined two sisters connected by a mister to talk about everyday life, motherhood, and everything in Come join along with us on this crazy journey called life. Hey there. Hey, Mama. How are you? Good. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? Uh, same old, same old. <laughs> I see you. Feels like forever. Well, let me start by saying oh, yeah. I have, um, sorry for being late this morning. It's just been chaotic. I had, we're leaving for camping. Um, mm-hmm. And God help me with that. But I had to run around and get some stuff for the kids. Uh-huh. Because when I looked at the weather, it's supposed to be 31 degrees out there. And I feel like for some reason, my kids don't have um, enough clothing for um, to be out there in the wilderness. Not that we're going full camping, 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 because I don't do that. <laughs> I was about to say, you are one brave lady going camping in this time of the year. Yeah, it's more like glamping because I, I don't like being out in the woods. I am not that kind of mom. And whose idea was this? Ah, so this is the um, company that I work for, okay. real estate agency, and our team, everybody is going. Mm-hmm. So it started out as a fun conversation. Yay, that's exciting. Let's all get together. Let's go on a trip. Let's do camping. But the camping was supposed to have taken place last month. Mm-hmm. And then the camping site sent us an email that they did not have enough staff to work the campsite. So mm-hmm. everybody's reservation got canceled. So now we had to find a new reservation. Uh-huh. So we ended up finding um, a new location to go to, which is two hours away. The other one was only an hour away. And they have a lot to do um, there. It's at that Yogi Bear um, campsite in Pennsylvania. I haven't been to that one before. Neither have I. (laughs) Should be very interesting to say the least. Um, Oh, good Lord. I am going to be exploring. The only way I like some type of cabin is Mm -hmm. if I am um, out in the mountains skiing. That is my way that I like cabins. Yeah. So So you guys are going to get a whole uh, cabin. We did. We have a whole cabin. So it's, um, it's technically like a one bedroom cabin, but he has a loft. So it Mm -hmm. sleeps a total of 10. Mm -hmm. Um, but they, it's like a bare bones cabin. Like they have the bed made out of wood. They have some type of mattress in there. They have Mm -hmm. a futon and they have a, um, stackable bed. Mm-hmm. And then at the loft, they have like a, what it appears to be a queen size mattress on the floor and a twin size mattress. So, you know, I'm loving this like all the way, because not only do I have to bring everything, oh, yeah. not my style of vacation. <laughs> I am the one that I like to pack my clothes and go and everything be ready for me. I also like to be on a tropical island. Really, yeah. That would be my number one choice too. <laughs> yeah. And a five-star hotel where I'm being catered to. But uh, on the so first yeah, so, side, you're not pitching a tent, so. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, no. At least not you. No. 
if, if it was any tent involvement, no, I was not going. No. Yes. No, we're not that family. We're not. <laughs> I mean, the, the most I could have gotten was sleeping bags, but yeah. not even that I'm willing to do. And in conversation with some of uh, you know, the people that are coming with us, the group that are going, people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be out in the tent. And then one was arguing, she's like, oh, I have a blow up mattress, uh, an air mattress. And then the other one was like, oh, no, I'm sleeping straight up in um, uh, on a sleeping bag on the ground. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, where do you people come from? I'm like, whatever happened? Like, have you seen these nice hotels like with like <laughs> pool and even in the winter, you can like outlook outside see the yeah. snow and see the cold weather out there, but you're inside nice and toasty in your bikinis, ready to go to the pool. Yeah. Well, first off, I would not be camping this time of the year, but growing up, my dad always took us camping. So that's nothing I would be used to doing that, but the camping with the sleeping bag on the floor. No, that's a no for me. I did it once and that was more than enough for my back to tell me hell no. My kids are excited, Mm -hmm. but I think it's because they don't know what to expect. And Uh, I mean, it will be a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of kids going. Each, each family has multiple kids. So that's good. um, There's a lot of kids going to be there. So it will be fun that way, but it's going to be freezing. I think, I think the kids will surprise you. I think they'll enjoy it. And it gives them a chance to be unplugged from the electronics for a while. So that's a good thing. And that is the part that I am looking forward to Mm -hmm. because there is no internet access out there. So I am looking forward to unplugging and connecting with myself, with my family, with my kids, with the people we're going with, which is, they're a a fun bunch. I mean, let's just put it this way. We, we, we laugh a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, so it will be fun to be out there with them mm-hmm. and unplugging. That is the only <laughs> part I'm looking forward to. Well, I know that they have to be a fun group to be able to get you to go camping because that is <laughs> definitely so something that you would not be doing on a normal basis. That is so true. So they, they have to be something. proud of themselves that I'm <laughs> yeah. willing to join. They made you go. Yeah. Dragged you along on that one. Yeah. No, but if yeah, you're right. If there were not a fun, you know, kind of people that I would gotten along with and that I can chill and relax, definitely I yeah, I would have been like, not not going, not my <laughs> not my type of crew. But yeah, our group is more like family. So it's yeah. it, it feels really nice to bond with them and and to have some nice unplugged time away from work. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, it should be fun. So that's what I was running around. I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, no, definitely with the good people. You know, you get that campfire going. Don't Mm -hmm. forget your marshmallows and your graham crackers and chocolate. Which brings me to that. I forgot to buy stuff for seniors. (laughs) Thanks. I think it's too late to put on my pickup list too. I tell you, it's like so much to think about because we have to bring everything. Yeah. Like I might as well just stay home. <laughs> but yeah, I you gotta bring those bed sheets, the pillows. Don't forget yeah. your toilet paper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So on that note, that's why I was super late today for recording. It's all good. And we know I totally how it is. 
<laughs> That's all right. I, I checked off a few things on my list. Nice. So how did your Halloween go? Oh, it was fun. Um, it actually turned out to be an awesome weather for us. It was like a deep, perfect weather. It was like a good fall chill, mm-hmm. but it was not freezing cold. Because last year, it was so cold. We all turned into popsicles by the end of the mm-hmm. night. Like we had to literally defrost ourselves. This time around, it was really nice. It was quite like, quite pres- I can't even talk to you. Pleasantly <laughs> surprised of how nice the weather was. Mm-hmm. And it basically took us four streets and the kids' buckets were full. I was a happy mama because then I came back home. I didn't have to walk the entire neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I was happy, you know, in that sense. The kids had a really good time. That's good. Um, and you guys went out on Sunday? You guys celebrated on actual Halloween or you no, earlier? We did Saturday. Our neighborhood, our most of our town did it on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sunday for me, usually being that it's a school night, mm-hmm. I... Usually I would have kiboshed that anyway. Um, probably gone out to like a street and say, come home. But yeah, we were able to walk a little bit and not feel like I had to come home and then get them settled to go to bed. And because I hate that feeling of feeling rushed. rushed. Yeah. So we, I really love it. I know there was a lot of people complaining. People were like, mm-hmm. well, Halloween is on Sunday. It should be celebrated on Sunday. And I agree. I mean, you want to celebrate it on the actual day. I personally think, and this is my only personal opinion, Mm -hmm. because I have small children and I know I have, I'm very strict with their schedule, especially as far as going to bed and waking up the next day to go to school that I, I rather have it on the day before. No, I, I definitely agree with you on that one. We celebrated, I think it was Thursday night because that was when they had their little trunk or treat thing going on at the school. So they, they actually did a really cute little carnival theme with games and everything for the kids all laid out. And they made out with a whole bag of candy from the trunk or treat of all the parents that showed up. And so they, they did really well. Nice. So I was able to skip Halloween on Sunday for the same reason that you, you didn't want to go, you know, it's, Sunday night everybody's getting ready to go work or school the next day I knew I wasn't going to get the kids up if I let them actually go out and trick-or-treating and you know what we only had three people show up at our house so not only did they get all the candy from the trunk or treating but the bag of candy the big bag that I got is now stuck here in the house I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get rid of this candy (laughs) girl I don't envy you one bit because we we actually um I had one of those big pumpkins, you know, the the big ones. Um, We bought it at Target. So we, it was filled to the top and we left it outside. Most of the families, little ones, you're not going to stay behind to hand out candy. So they left it out. Um, And by the end of the night, it was, it was gone. So it was from five to eight by eight o'clock. It was pretty much all gone. I guarantee that that bowl of candy was gone within the first five minutes of you guys leaving. I know, right? <laughs> well, actually it was not, um, which surprised us because when we came back from walking and we were out there for about an hour uh, and when we came back, it was still full. Really? We, but somebody took my husband's flashlight that was inside. <laughs> like, you don't take the candy, you take the flashlight. <laughs> take the flashlight, um, better. But he, he had the way we had set up, we had one of those spider webs with the uh, spider from the uh, house into the yard. And he put it next to the, like on the bottom of the, the spider web. Mm-hmm. 
So I think a lot of people probably wasn't seeing it as they were walking because the cars were all in between. Yeah. Um, so I think eventually he pushed it out closer to the sidewalk. And, you know, and that's when it pretty much disappeared. And then, you know, the, the teenagers were out a little bit later than the kids. Yeah. So and the, the funny thing is my kids have little buckets, you know, like the dollar store buckets. And they trust me, there are plenty. I'm not looking to buy anything else bigger than that. They worked out well. Aside from the oh, come on. No pillowcases. Um, but some of the teenagers, they had pillowcases. Yeah, I, that's how I remember. And like those big supermarket, like those reusable supermarket bags. Mm-hmm. And some of them were. <laughs> that's like, a good idea. Ikea bag. <laughs> I'm like, talk about greed. I'm like, is your mom going to let you eat all that candy, kid? Okay. <laughs> I guarantee most of the candy was probably eaten before they got home anyway. <laughs> I know. And, but they had some good candy. I mean, Marky, because of the, they were parent I mean the families were just leaving them out there so the kids could just pick whatever they wanted uh-huh. well Marky was hitting the jackpot on his favorite candy he was just picking up what he liked oh <laughs> he was taking his time no I don't yeah. want that <laughs> but you know what I noticed a lot of the I don't know if it's because the parents or whatever were getting the candy at the same spot but everybody was handing out the same candy there was like no variety of the candy. It was either like Snickers, Musketeers, what's the other one? Um, Milky Way uh-huh. or Twix. There was like not a we lot of a in between variety. candy. Yeah, we we really did. Um, I I usually get our candy from Costco, so mm-hmm. the bags from Costco is usually pretty nicely mixed. Yeah, um, you know you can buy the chocolates or you can buy just the thing. I bought lollipops and I bought just candy. But for honestly, for the most part, I mean, the kids, my kids buckets were very, um, very well enriched with different style of candies. Marky, he has his own taste. Mm -hmm. So he stuck with his taste as far as he could, as much as he could. Um, But they, yeah, all three of them came back with their buckets overspilling. (laughs) You know, Ari dropped her buckets a few times um her candy was overflowing and then she started trick-or-treating without her bucket because I had to hold it of course and people were like well where's your bucket <laughs> and they would look and I'm like yeah it's full she doesn't need anymore <laughs> you know and I have no clue where I got this thing from because it's so old but I have a bag a trick-or-treating bag and it's like a little backpack is the cutest little thing. It looks like a little pumpkin. It looks like, um, you know, those little like sports athletic bags yeah, that you yeah. use it, just like that, the same style and everything, but it's a little Halloween one. And that's what I gave Chloe okay. because she, she's just like that. It'll get, start getting heavier. She says it gets heavy and she doesn't want to carry it anymore. So I'm like, okay, you have to backpack this year. I Go know. ahead. I'm not Here carrying you your candy. <laughs> yeah. That is so cute. Yeah. I ended up carrying um, started with Ari's bucket and then uh, senior took that. And then the, both of the boys were like, mommy, this is heavy. And then of course I, here I was, you know, carrying two buckets, walking around and I'm like, enough with the candy. Be grateful that you got this. You might not even eat all of them. Well, you know what? It wasn't last year. It was like maybe two years ago. The kids hit the jackpot with their candy. I mean, we were overflowing with candy Mm -hmm. so I was looking to see what I could do to kind of get rid of some of the candy right and I saw a lot of people were sharing it's called like switch 
switch witch oh. that you take a bowl of candy and you put it out and the witch comes at night kind of like a tooth fairy situation and they'll leave like a little toy or something instead of the candy and take the candy and then they were I... telling posting um like you would take the candy and since you live right there on the military base that you could actually donate the candy for the for the soldiers overseas that they make little care packages with candy and stuff like that. I, love I thought that that was an awesome idea. I love that. I'm going to have to look into that. Mm-hmm. I really like that. It helps get rid of some of that candy. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> and then you send a little something for the soldiers too. So yeah, especially around the holiday season now. That's exactly. a really, I'm going to look into that. Exactly. I'm really sure, you know. <clears throat> Yeah, I know that there was some families around our neighborhood that posted on Monday. Some mm-hmm. of my streets were very quiet. Nobody came. I have a load of candy if anybody wants it. <laughs> trying to get it. Yeah. It's the truth. Like, we literally had three people. And I kind of figured, because the way our community set up, it's like we're squished in between some other gated communities. And our community is super small. It's literally like two and a half streets, okay. our little area here. It was an afterthought after they had built right. the other houses. But I figured as much because I'm like, nobody's going to come here. And we literally only had three, three kids. Aww. One was an adult with pushing the stroller with the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other group was like older kids, you know, a little bit older than Nathan, but not like. Yeah, teenagers. Big, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember when Marky was a baby. It was his first Halloween. And we're like, oh, let's go around the neighborhood we lived in. Mm. First and foremost, there was maybe one or two houses decorated. So we knocked on those. Actually, no, there was four houses decorated. This is how I Mm -hmm. remember. There were four houses decorated. So we knocked on four houses, of course. I wasn't going to knock anywhere else. But just for him to have the experience, he was dressed as little Batman. He was really cute. Mm -hmm. Um, Girl. (laughs) Two of the doors didn't even bother opening. They were home and we could tell they were home. One opening gave him, a ten, gave him 10 cents. 10 cents. And then the other, the only one that gave him candy, gave him a couple of kids. He was happy. He had no idea what was going on anyway. Yeah. Even our neighbor that knew and had come up to us and said, hey, I got some candy at the house. My house is not decorated. Stop by. Girl, she, didn't have the, she had the nerve to not even open the door. I did. She was like, like forget this shit. <laughs> I'm like, I should have spared my my child and taken him somewhere else. You know, but we were just walking around the neighborhood just to get him out for a walk. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, why even, you know, you know the spirit of Halloween is if you decorate, kids are gonna come trick-or-treating. Of course. You decorate yeah. and you have your light on outside, mm-hmm. they're coming to your door. <laughs> and I felt bad because that's we the rule. You honestly, turn off that light. <laughs> yeah, we didn't put our decoration until like the date like the night before <laughs> we had little signs outside but I'm like all right, I guess we need to put something out there yeah we didn't decorate outside this year but I want to say Friday I let the kids carve their pumpkins and do the put the pumpkins outside that's about as far as the extent of our Halloween decorations outside goes right but and within the next day, they were already wilting the pumpkins. So <laughs> even after I, I dunked them in the bleach and try to preserve them, Those they heat out here. Amazing. Yeah, I don't do pumpkin carving with the kids at all. No, why not? No. One, it's because of the sharp tools, and 
one of my children cannot be <laughs> safe around sharp tools. Um, he is known for being a daredevil with um, experimenting tools <gasps> aside from what he's supposed to be doing. Oh, no. <laughs> so that is the main reason. But the other reason is the nastiness that I would have to clean up. And the nastiness. You put no, you kind girl, of put a couple of trash bags uh-huh. on the table or on the floor. You sit them down and you just you understand that this out. mama has like a twitch when it comes to <laughs> like certain things, right? <laughs> I do too. You know my OCD kicks in <laughs> when I see <laughs> a mess or something out of the place. You know. It will be pumpkin gut going all over the place in my house. (laughs) Oh, but I warn the kids. I'm like, all right, here's your little spot. I put the, I coat up in the garbage bags, taped them down to the floor of the table. You guys don't leave this spot. Everything stays here. Here are napkins, everything you need, have at it. But yeah, like the garbage bags on the table, on the floor makes it so much easier to clean up and just take a scoop out, leave it there and. I see your face. No. Your face is like, no, 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 that ain't happening. You know me. You're talking and I'm like, my, my head is twitching. Like, oh my dear. Lord. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it yeah, is, but... it's fun. No, it's fun. I mean, I, I know as they get a little older, we'll do it. I mean, just yeah. for the experience and, and plus I've never carved a pumpkin myself. Let me just admit that. You never carved never a pumpkin? pumpkin? No, have not. Um, one of my cousins, she does like these beautiful works with watermelon mm-hmm. and, and she, I've every, seen that one. Yeah. Like you've seen it. Yeah. She I've has seen like those. Yeah. Like literally she does beautiful, beautiful job. So I'm always, she always inspired me. And so I have to think of the mess <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, nah, but no. when the kids get a little older, we'll, we'll do it just for the, you know, maybe we'll go somewhere to, to do it instead of doing it. <laughs> I don't know if they have any place where you could go and do that. We have farms well, around guess, here. Yeah, that's yeah. We have a lot, a lot of farms. Of farms yeah. So they they um, some of them I've seen advertised to mm-hmm. you know come get your pumpkin and you know I'm sure that you're gonna have something in there like carving and stuff like that. But it will be when they get a little older, right? <laughs> I don't need so to now- be yelling at my kid in front of everybody. Put that knife down. <laughs> you don't stab your brother. Don't stab your brother and your sister. <laughs> or yourself, you know. Yes, I know. So now that we're past Halloween and we're gearing up for the holidays, how are you feeling? Um, you prepared? I'm okay. Year? I mean, it, it, it's going to be so crazy for us because Ari's birthday is also coming up. She's yeah. my Thanksgiving baby. And so right after her, Coco's. Yeah, we, um, as you know, we keep our family tradition very small. We mm-hmm. try not to go too crazy. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll have like um, Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. as a family. Um, but most of the time is Ari's birthday is the day before on the day or the day after, mm-hmm. um, you know, Black Friday. So we always have that extra celebration going on. So it should be fun. I look forward to it. She is absolutely looking forward to turning five. That is like her big thing. She's doing the countdown of how oh. long I have to be a mom to a four-year-old. She keeps oh. saying, you're not going to, I'm not going to be four anymore. You know, and I keep telling her, I'm like, oh, let me enjoy you being four, please. And she's like, nope, I am counting down the day. So she does. She's been counting backwards um, for over a month now. <laughs> Every day is like, mom, mommy, how many days do I have left? 
Oh, I've been hearing the same thing. How many days? How many days? Oh, Chloe, you're like half a year already. Yeah. Do you guys have any plans for Thanksgiving this year? The same, like usual, just quiet at home, you know, with everything going on still. Um, we'll see how that goes, but just a quiet one at home for now. If I I'm look home. forward to them. <laughs> I mean, I, we used to have the big get togethers, you know, with family and friends and yeah. Um, it's so much work. And, and, and honestly, is. I don't want to even say about the work. I mean, I love, you know, when we were able to everybody get together and do things. Um, but it's just the dynamic has changed a little bit. And my kids, they honestly, they enjoy quiet time because after we usually have Thanksgiving, we have a movie night and then, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like chill. It's relaxed. Everybody is together. Everybody's enjoying each other's time and playing. And so I That's get a kick out of it. So. And I've noticed that my kids like that as well. Yeah. So yeah, we, we just try to be low key. Definitely. I mean, like I said, it, it is harder nowadays compared to back then with having such large families and everybody's kind of scattered everywhere. Yep. And schedules. And then who, who wants to volunteer their house to have everybody come over? Right. <laughs> and then you have to cook, clean, clean yeah. some more. <laughs> <laughs> entertain everybody at the same it is it is a lot of hard work I mean even though you do enjoy spending the time with your family and having them it's a lot it is a lot and I avoid Halloween with my brother I love you I love you to death and I love my niece and nephew and I love my brother but I avoid I avoid Thanksgiving with him because he wants a full-blown turkey being made and I only do turkey breast I don't oh, do a full-blown do. turkey oh uh, yeah well it's just us so we don't need a huge turkey I do this. No matter thing. how big it is, he still wants yeah. the full turkey. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. That must be with you because I did that one year and he looked at me. He's like, why did you make all the turkey? I was like, well, it's things. Because <laughs> yeah, he had to change his mentality because he used to make me make one every year. And I used to hate it because I would be cooking all day. Yes. You know, yes. I liked I like the turkey breast and we do some sightings and and that's it. We don't mm-hmm. go overboard um, with anything. But oh my God, I used to dread every year when he used to bring the word Thanksgiving up. I'm like, oh, here we go. He's going to want a full turkey again. And he wants, and, and, we, and the, the thing is, we used to do it the Brazilian way, which is mm-hmm. you get the turkey and then you have all the sightings. You have the rice, you have the beans, you have the, um, uh, the it's like a potato salad that we make. Yeah. Um, and in the salads, and by the end of the day, after cooking all of that, I wasn't even hungry. No, I wasn't even hungry. So we had all that food for days. And by day two, I can stand seeing turkey anymore. So, so when he married you, I was really happy. <laughs> Thanks. You just passed them along to me. No, but I mean, I, I always did the traditional, I guess, American style with turkey and all those fixings, stuffing and mashed potatoes and all that. But after the first year with your brother and I did the big turkey, I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm going to make a turkey breast. We had so much leftover food. I mean, I want to say we had it with my family. So we did do a lot of, made a lot of food, but there are other people there to eat at that time. So it wasn't that much, but it was still a lot. So I looked at him and as the years has gone by, it's just gotten a little less, less smaller portions. <laughs> I'm working my way. Cause you know, being Puerto Rican, you got to feed a whole army. 
I still cook like that. I still cook Brazilian style where we are feasting for our meals because I do like leftovers. I am one of those. I grew up with leftovers. I still enjoy leftovers. Uh, My kids are not too into it. My husband, he could care depending on what it is. He really doesn't care one way or another. Um, At least he's never complained. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm always, I always like to have extra because my way is like, oh, I can have lunch the next day, you know, or the kids can take it to lunch. But, uh, but when it came to Thanksgiving, it was always so much leftover. Mm -hmm. And this, I mean, since a few years back now, until now we do just a small turkey breast, the smallest I can get. Um, Because by day two, nobody wants turkey anymore. We're not big turkey people to begin with. Um, so it's literally, we eat turkey just on Thanksgiving. We don't do turkey for Christmas. We do ham for Christmas. I do the ham for Christmas yeah. too, or the panin. Depending yeah. on mm-hmm. what we're in the mood for. I, I really don't do the panin, but I will do the ham that like the ham is, we'll get a bigger size ham. Um, mm-hmm. I feel that that's always been like a tradition, the ham. Um, yeah. but yes, so we are, <laughs> so we'll be turkey breast for Christmas, ham for, I'm sorry, turkey breast for, for Thanksgiving, ham for Christmas, and we call it a day. Well, I do both the little small ham and the turkey breast for Thanksgiving, just because somebody's going to complain they don't want turkey or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there's <laughs> always I, I do the the small ones as possible, but every year for Visa's job sends them home with a, a big ass, like 25 pound turkey. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with this? Like, Donate. I, yeah. Well, I should. Yeah. Definitely. I've done it you for should. a few years. Yeah. I've done it where, um, when the supermarkets, you know, they had the rewards and then they give you a free oh, yes. turkey. We always got free turkey. Yeah, that one I always did because I always knew I was going to end up with an extra turkey. Mm-hmm. Usually the one that his job sends, I will keep. Yeah. Um, Because they always send it like the day before. You know? Okay. Yeah, it's too late. To yeah, it's too late to donate anywhere. But I usually just kind of defrost it a little bit and then chop it up and bag it up and save it and do Girl, soups I and can't. stuff afterwards. If I have to eat turkey any other time, I'm done. <laughs> I am so done. Oh my God. It's so crazy. Well, I don't eat that much red meat. So it's whatever. I can only give your brother so much turkey and pork. (laughs) (laughs) Or chicken and pork. You mix it up. I switch it up. Yeah, switch it up. up. On that note, you know, because not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving. Now I feel like every year it's just kind of fading away up for obvious reasons yeah. um but it's like we're ready in Chris the full swing of Christmas this year especially with everything going on oh my god I had to write something yesterday uh-huh. and I needed to put a date on it mm-hmm. and for the life of me I could not get over the fact that I'm writing 11 as for November and all I kept thinking is wait a minute we have one month into 2021 and then it's going to be 2022 which is going to be a which is going to be fun for me this year by the way because my big one is two 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 uh, did you realize that yes yes <laughs> yes it's a big one 
Well, it's not necessarily a big one. I mean, I've been over the hump, (laughs) (laughs) but the way the birthday is going to fall this year is going to be all too. So I'm looking forward in a weird way. Don't get me started. It's just, uh, my birthday is literally going to be two, 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 two. (laughs) Well, you got to celebrate. Yeah. Well, we'll have, we'll we'll see. It's it's, (laughs) a girl's weekend. (laughs) Yeah. I wish Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe. (laughs) Well, you do live in Vegas. Yes. Hey, let's talk about it. Yes. Off the air. That'd be an adventure. Yes, right. But but back to the Christmas. I'll definitely call you on that one. (laughs) Right. Back to Christmas. So have you started your Christmas shopping yet? We have. We have. Okay. So, well, let's just put it out there that any parents that are listening to this and their little ones are in the car, we would suggest that you turn off. Unless it's oh, yeah. afterwards. Yes. Because they will, um, I'm sure we're going to be talking and we don't want to reveal anything. But to get on that note, yes, we have started our Christmas shopping. Um, picking things here up and here and there. We are not going to do um, big Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah. year, every year we do, um, everything comes from Santa. Mm-hmm. This year we're going to do, one is from Santa. And the rest is from mom and dad. Santa's going broke. <laughs> because the list keeps getting bigger and more expensive. Yes. Welcome to my phase. Yes. Yes. So with that, we've, uh, well, not we, I can say I basically took charge and make that decision. And my husband mm-hmm. and I were just talking about it literally before we started podcasting, we, we talked about it, but I've been picking up little things here and there that I know the kids will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's one big ticket item that they're going to want. It's not too expensive, but it is, it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets, it adds up. Let's just put it this way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I just want to them to learn to appreciate that we are giving to them because it's going to come down to the point in a few years, hopefully not anytime soon. And I pray that it's not anytime soon where we're going to have to be honest with the kids. And I'm not ready for that honesty yet, as far as revealing. It's hard. Let me tell you, it's hard to let go of that innocence. It is. It is. It really is. Very hard. And when Nathan did, I'm surprised Nathan held on for as long as he did. You know, I I know he had some clue, but he held on there pretty long. Yeah. But. The school scares me though, because I know kids in school talk about it and that's what scares me a little bit. So mentally I am starting to prepare myself and that's why I needed to change this year a little bit and start with, Hey, Santa got you this, this is coming from mom and dad. So the ones from us, we're going to start putting under the tree. So that way they start to get used to seeing it and things don't don't just appear overnight. Mm -hmm. Um, when Santa comes, there's nothing. It's like Santa creates the miracle overnight and mm-hmm. he stops by and drops everything off. So with mom and dad, we're going to start wrapping and they can't touch it, which is going to be very hard for two of my kids because they mm-hmm. like to be curious, especially when you're not looking. Yes. <laughs> but we're going to start putting things under the tree this year is, you know, mom and dad is getting you Christmas gifts and then mm-hmm there will be your ticket item that it's going to come. You know, if it comes, we don't know if Santa's coming. 
Yeah. Santa's still under the COVID. <laughs> his elves, his elves are not going back to work. <laughs> There's, an, There's elf been shortage an elf shortage. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. No, like I know when we hit that phase with Nathan, I wrote him a nice little letter to kind of explain to him. I think you remember you telling me that. And I actually do want to copy on that yes. letter because when my time comes, you know, he still has it. When I was, yeah, I was helping unpack some of his stuff and organize. And I just happened to be going through some things to kind of get it put together for him. And it fell out of a book. (laughs) He had his his stuff in a book. I was like, oh, the poor baby. So I'll definitely get you a copy of the letter. It was very cute. So you could have something uh, kind of. Because I love, I remember you telling me how you did it and the words that you put in there and how magical and um, Mm -hmm. to look at the brighter side. And I love that. I would, that would definitely be something that I want my kids to look at, you know, that every day is a miracle and you appreciate and, Mm -hmm. you know, you live by faith and, and you can just keep going, you know, based on what you know now. Yeah, of course. And just, I don't remember the exact words I had used in the letter, but I know it was something along the lines, like, you know, Santa Claus is the magic of Christmas and Santa Claus is in you. And that's how you keep it going. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That was the part that really kind of struck me. Maybe I'll tear your eye. (laughs) I remember that. And I'm not ready for my kids to get there yet, but like you in a similar situation, you have an older child and a younger child and it's hard to, break the news to one child while you still have a little one that you're holding on to that hope, which is, it makes it heartbreaking because I feel like, all right, you have one child that you can reveal something to eventually at a right age. Mm -hmm. You don't want to ruin for the younger ones because you want them to keep that innocence. You want them to keep that belief and you want to keep the magic in their little eyes. Mm -hmm. And, And that's why I have worded the letter the way I did. Because I was like, you know, I want him to be involved. And since there was such a big age difference between the two of them, and I didn't want him to be like, oh, well, or accidentally say something. Right. You know, or feel like, okay, well, we've been lying to you this whole time. Which brings me to a topic. (laughs) Because I know... There are parents out there, of course, that they don't believe. That don't do the Um, Santa Claus, yeah. They're... You know, and and everybody has a right to do what they do. I just, mm-hmm. I just did for my kids what was done for me, and what I believe was always magical. But yeah. I also remember when I was a kid, when I discovered the truth, I was devastated. And when I tell you devastated, it was like a heartbroken, devastated child. Like my world got crushed. That's how I felt, and that's what scares me about my kid is because I want them to feel the magical behind what I felt as a child, Mm -hmm. but it also scares me when I have to come to the point where I have to say the truth. My question is, and I want your opinion Mm -hmm. on this Mm -hmm. because I know parents out there don't believe it. Like I said, is, is it lying to your kid is not telling them where it comes from lying. See, I think it just depends on how you word it with your kids. <laughs> like for us, 
No, like for us, we always made it clear to the kids that, you know, even though it's coming from Santa, we help Santa Claus like financially with those gifts. <laughs> so, you know, so I was like, you know, parents that are able to help Santa Claus financially. So that way he has toys for the kids that don't have as much. So you shouldn't expect so much from Santa Claus or what you would get from Santa Claus supposedly might be more than your friend, but that might've been because maybe we had more to give Santa Claus so they could get your gifts and stuff like that, you know, but I don't know. I guess I would go back to the letter. And when I broke it with down to Nathan, it's more the feeling inside and keeping that, that magic of Christmas. So it sounds like a lie, but I'm like, look at all the memories you had. Look at all the fun times you had. You think of the feelings that you had when it was Christmas time and you got so excited and everything like that. And you got to see Santa Claus. And that was a whole nother one. Because you know, topic. Santa Claus, yeah. <laughs> Why did they all look different? But, yeah, right. <laughs> but well, we already know Santa Claus has helpers and he he tries to be everywhere, but he can't be everywhere at once. So that's why they have Santa Claus school for all his helpers that go and, and help him out and, and and check up on the other kids and you see at the mall. That's why they all look different, but they all help, you know. But I think the way we broke it down to him made it so that way it wasn't crushing like, oh my God. So you guys have lied to me my whole life right. and this and that. And we included him in it that year. Right. I was like, so you could start helping us continue with the magic for her mm-hmm. to keep that magic going. And he was such a good brother. Like once he got over that initial, like, okay, <laughs> you know, there's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> then he, he was, he was so funny. He's like, mommy. Every night, at the, right when she would go to bed, and he was like, "Can I? Can I move? You know, I'm like, give her a few minutes to go to sleep." Yeah. So that was like his duty. He was finding different places and okay. helping out, and he was like, "Oh, mommy, I was talking to Chloe, and I saw that she really liked this and that." So he he got into it. He yeah. did. He got into it. But I can I think totally see my Marky getting into it too when that age comes. And I, I it depends on the kid. Right. I mean, you know, Nathan's very sensitive and yes, he's very caring, very thoughtful. My little old soul there, you know, he is wise beyond his years. And then Chloe's. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ari would be like, but my mom told me, <laughs> you know, I already like I look at your brother and I know. He wants to keep doing the Santa Claus thing and everything like that, and for some, like, you know, the actual Santa Claus, not so much like the gifts. Yeah. He enjoys that though. That is one of the things my brother has always enjoyed because like I said, when we were growing up, it was made so magical. Yeah. He still carries. And I see that in my brother that he still carries on how he felt he wants to give other children the same Mm -hmm. feeling. Um, The problem is (laughs) You know, your brother's going to be bad change the fact that his voice don't change and that the outfit itself is getting old. Oh, girl, (laughs) you should see. (laughs) 
You should see how he changes his voice. Oh my god. He is he, something else. Right. He is. He, he is. is, he is. And okay. I remember with him, especially my brother, because at that point I already knew the truth. Yeah. So and I remember seeing him, his little eyes used to lit up when we he would be looking outside and he would see Santa walking the street and then come coming closer to that house. And it would just like be magical. And then Santa was inside our house with a yeah. big bag, bag with yes. toys handing out. Um, and I loved, loved, loved that part and mm-hmm. just seeing him. And he truly, truly, and I believe this in my heart of hearts that he does love doing that part for the kids. Um, maybe he's not going to continue on in your household, but I bet you if the neighbor asks, he's going to be at the neighbor's house doing it. Oh yeah. Um, Cause he is just that type. Yeah. But you know, when- he's not a holiday person, but that is the one thing that I would give him because he'll go and he'll ask all the neighbors around or friends. Hey. And I mean, obviously we need it because if it's just us, it's kind of yeah. obvious, but yeah, that's gone. Where did that, that go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where did he go now? Yeah. He disappeared. But definitely, like, it, it does help make that distraction. But he, that's the first thing he'll do. And I think that's the only thing that I don't have to ask him for. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, gosh, he'll yeah. He'll do that on we his You just own. need to get him a better outfit, girl, because that <laughs> outfit, I've seen its better days. Girl, the last time we did it, and I I don't, I lost the my eyelash poo. <laughs> so he ended up having a hot glue. <laughs> don't do it at home. He had glued the eye fountain. <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh my God, you're crazy. You have glued I did it. eyebrows I did it. on him. Your brother did. I didn't. Who your did it? Your brother did. Your brother did it. Oh my God. This were, I, don't, I don't even know how he came up with that thing. I was like, just, just put it, pull the hat down as far as you can and kind of just, you know, or the wig you had on. Nope. Nope. The next thing I look, I'm like, you got eyebrows on. And I'm looking, I'm like, how the hell are you got eyebrows on? <laughs> He calls me after he leaves and he's like, I need your help to come here to help me clean up and stuff like that and get, get this stuff off of my face. I'm like, okay. And I'm looking, I'm like, well, how did you get these on? I hot glued them. <laughs> I'm looking like, where the hell did you get my hot glue? <laughs> yeah, you know, he burned his face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm like trying to pull them off without like, pulling out his eyebrows too. Oh. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, don't do this again. Please. It was it's so him. This is what, <laughs> like this is what a lot of people don't understand. This is so him. Um, he will go to the extreme <laughs> literally to be Santa and to be perfect and yes. to look perfect. So please get him a new outfit this year if he's gonna do it. <laughs> One that he doesn't need hot his eyebrows on. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm telling you, I don't know about this year. We'll see. We'll see. But he, he is, definitely, he lost is, some weight. So I'm going to have to figure out how to fill out that costume. But. That is, yeah, that is true. Because when he was chubbier, he was definitely more Santa-like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my kids have, because um, <laughs> I'm, I'm the mom that started the Elf on the Shelf. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea about it until a few years after I had kids. And then when I started, I'm like, oh, such a huge tradition. I love this. Well, COVID hit. cursing those teachers. From COVID hit. And that elf on the shelf could not be moved because the kids 
were up all weird times of the hours because we were home being homeschooled. Okay. So that started our problem. <laughs> so last year, the elf on the shelf came for everybody, but it didn't come for us fast enough. Everybody had the elves in their house. Our elves did not come. And then I saw an idea from somebody that I knew that mm-hmm. she was going through the same issues we were going through mm-hmm. that he came in a cookie jar. Oh, and he had so to you did the same thing I did. Yeah. And he had mm-hmm. to point. Oh, you guys did the same thing too? Were he quarantined? Oh, yeah. I, okay. I love quarantine for that girl. Oh girl, 20 days. <laughs> <laughs> Our elf in the shelf. 20 days in the quarantine. The it was the best year. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And the thing is, <laughs> I was also that mom because I have three kids. Each one had an elf. Yes. Girl, that too. I cannot live that down anymore because they expect to see three elves. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the other problem. So we had an elf break a leg. <laughs> <laughs> we had one quarantine and we had. One that was normal, but the one that was normal had to assist the broken leg one. So oh, he really gosh. couldn't move much because the broken leg one needed assistance. And the broken leg one couldn't just fly. <laughs> so he had to be very gently held, which the kids are not allowed to touch. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, it, it's, it, it's become very fun. And I think, I honestly think, I mean, with all fun aside, but I honestly think this year is going to be the best year yet. Because all three kids are a little bit older. So I know the expectation is there, but I think I'm going to do a lot more fun stuff. The fact that um, I Mm -hmm. have the time now to get it done. Um, But yes, so. (laughs) And that's, that's what we're switching or I'm switching to this year too, because obviously with everything going on and everybody's talking about shortage, I refuse to go out there like a a maniac just to buy, to have something under the tree. Mm -hmm. I made it very clear this year, you know, they really don't need any more toys because God knows I've gotten rid of and donated Mm -hmm. so many freaking toys. And I still ended up moving and having a huge toy closet that nobody goes into and it's a wasted space. (laughs) I hear we we had that conversation. Yeah. And, and in that I told them, you know, we might not be doing a huge Christmas, like you guys are used to seeing piles underneath the tree. That's not going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's just start going towards like an experience. Let's start thinking about things that you guys want to do. And we'll enjoy that instead of the whole big Christmas with the piles of toys. I don't want to. And they're getting too old. They have every freaking toy. They don't use it. I know every parent is doing the same thing. Like, yes, they like it for like two seconds and then that's and then it that's or they it. completely destroy it. Yeah. I can tell you there's Christmas gifts that they got last year. That's still sitting in the garage. Oh my God. It's still sitting I in the garage. Gifts girl from years, mm-hmm. years already. And they're still in their original package have not been open. I'm like, yep. did you, you guys wanted this. This was on like a Christmas list or a birthday or something like, and you guys still have not opened it. Oh, we'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with us. Um, we still have gifts that are sitting in the garage that they open. They played with mm-hmm. it for maybe a couple hours or a day or two, and it's sitting in the garage. We 
Um, we did start the experience last year with them. Um, mm-hmm. We took them to Universal for a few days. We flew mm-hmm. back Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve was really in Florida. Yeah. And then Christmas Day we came. And then when they came, Santa had already come. When we got home, Santa had already come. Um, I will say that I do not recommend how I did it. I thought it would be fun, but to them, it was not because they woke up at a hotel room before we caught our flight Mm -hmm. and there was really nothing at the hotel room other than a letter from Santa Mm -hmm. saying that he was going to stop by the house. So I felt that they were a little crushed last year because their excitement is to get up in the morning and come to see what Santa has. Yeah, definitely. Um, Especially because they're still a little bit little. Right. That's how they're used to. So we're definitely not doing like we did, but most likely we're doing another experience. Um, The best thing that happened is it was so crazy last year. We actually gave them two experiences. We took them to Universal last year in Florida. And then Mm -hmm. after we came back, we were home for two days and then we took them to Ski Mountain. So we may just do the ski mountain afterwards because after Christmas, it felt so good to just get out mm-hmm. um, and be out in the mountains and enjoy some time. We were at the hotel for two days um, skiing and um, snow tubing and all of that. And, mm-hmm. and then we came home, but it felt right doing after Christmas with them. Yeah. So this year we might do the same thing. We may just do Christmas where they wake up in the morning. We're still home. Everything is happening. And then we get to go somewhere for the holiday definitely no especially waking up that christmas uh, morning that definitely is an experience in itself and and i enjoy breakfast yeah Yeah, i enjoy really doing the christmas morning with them opening helping them open their gifts giving them the breakfast and all that routine that we've always done Mm -hmm. but this past year felt different because we were we literally came from a vacation came home, um, they like they rushed through the door because Santa had already left the letter that they yeah. were coming, that, you know, he was going to stop by the house. So they knew that Santa had already come. They just didn't know mm-hmm. what they were getting, but they came in and then everybody was excited to opening gifts. And, and then the excitement died out. It wasn't that morning, like, oh my God, let's wake up the whole house. Mm-hmm. Like Mason is usually the first one to get up and he rushes upstairs and when he sees it you like that little squeaky voice you hear oh god (laughs) and then he rushes over to his brother and his sister's room and everybody is waking up and you know and I'm rushing to try to get the the camera the phone to try to record that moment and it, it it's really cute and fun um for them when they do it that way um, okay. yeah. So last year I feel like I robbed that experience off of them. Although we did give them the experience of being somewhere, being on vacation, enjoying a week away. And I think my kids are so like, they, they do have that morning Christmas where they wake up, especially Chloe. Cause she'll, she's the one that she'll sneak down at like two, 2 AM to check and look and see if there's anything under the tree. Right. And then she'll, she'll go wake up her brother. And then I could hear Nathan in the background. Oh, go to sleep. We're not allowed to be up. We can't get up before eight o'clock or something. Right, right. <laughs> but I think my kids are so used to having like an extended kind of Christmas because we have such a large family and it's mm-hmm. hard to fit everybody in. And right, you know, you know how that goes. Yep. 
So we had to go this house a couple of days before this other house where I'll celebrate with my aunt and my mom and everybody over there and then go with my dad's. And so they're kind of used to that, but no, it, it's just like it's they're getting to an age and you'll get there soon enough that they have everything and it's like yep. what else can we do we're already there we're already there they have it's everything every they have every tool hard. you name it they got it they uh it, it's just become so much that mm-hmm. it's like what else can you gift your own kid and then with my kids their birthdays are right around the holiday so I and have this, birthdays yep. I have holidays I have more birthdays. Um, and with the boys, they're two days apart Yeah, in the same I, month. Yeah, you so have it hard. With it, them. It's very, I mean, they get a lot is, you know, what I'm trying to say is at one time, they, yeah. they get a lot back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and, and it's, it's all about the same way. Yeah. You know, Ari this year for her fifth birthday, we are taking her to, um, oh my God, what is the name of that store? Um, that candy restaurant, I can't remember, American something, American Dream, um, American Candy Store. I can't remember. <laughs> it's a restaurant, says. Yeah. Um, all the celebrities go to it. They posted it with the big lollipops, with the big drinks. Oh, gosh, I can't remember the name of it. The one in New York? No, no, they actually have one in my town. Oh. Um, trying to think now. Oh, yeah. I know a few in the city. I, I'm I don't know so bad you, right though. now. I can't remember. Um, let me see here. Oh my God. Sugar factory. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm thinking okay, candy, yes. candy, candy. I'm like, what doesn't candy, candy, sugar. Okay. So yeah, sugar I factory. They have one mm-hmm. near me and I don't know if you ever seen the pictures, but it's, it's like a candy land mm-hmm. kind of yeah. restaurant. So yeah, the burgers are colored and Hey, the diabetes that- waiting to happen. <laughs> yes. But because we wanted to give them an experience and the kids are so much into candy and I usually uh, don't allow candy regularly. Yeah. Well, we're just getting over freaking um, <laughs> Halloween and there's plenty of candy, but here I am taking them to a candy restaurant. Um, so we're going to take her there for her fifth birthday. Mm-hmm. She's really looking forward to it. And the only thing that she asked was to get her a new doll. She wants one of those um, live dolls, like the American girl type girl of dolls, doll. yeah. um, which we're not going to get into it because I almost made the mistake with that American doll, but Target has a great version of it and I yes. love it. Yes. So she likes the fact she likes one. Um, we got one of our little friends for her birthday. It's like, it has a broken leg. Here I go. Okay. Like, it has a cast, a clutch, like it has a little, it's like it has everything on it. Yeah. The one that comes with like the little wheelchair. I think I saw that. Yeah. Yes. So yes. she liked that. So she mm-hmm. asked for one. I said, that's fine. You know, you can request it for your birthday. It will be your birthday gift. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with giving her that because she does play with her doll. She'll spend time with it. She'll play with the dolls. Um, and I, I have plenty that. of stuff for her. <laughs> yes. It will keep her busy. We'll get the little change of outfit. So we'll make that her gift. Um, but yeah. yes. So it, that's it, you know, funny. Cause that's what Chloe asked for last year. And she oh, was really? set on that doll. Yes. Yep. Girl. She has the American girl doll. Like all that. We have a huge thing, but she wanted this one doll. She's like, mommy, I need this doll. And I'm like, what is you have like five dolls what more do you want she's like no mommy I need this doll because she has my name she has my name and she looks like me 
That's so cute. The doll had the long, long, yeah. dark brown hair. And the aunt, I was like, all right, you don't know. This is the first time ever. Is this I the one that friend. I was looking for for you? Yeah. Nobody had this freaking doll. It okay. Was the first time ever. And I'm like, for, I don't know, what was it? Like $30 a doll. Mm-hmm. And I was looking everywhere because that was the only thing on her list that she like wanted. Right. And you had you to get it shipped in from, I had from your dad, it. right? Yes. Okay. I, I don't know how, because no stores in his area had it. No stores and we didn't have area. it either, because I remember looking for you. Yes. And nobody over here had it. And I went to God knows how many stores. Couldn't get it shipped to me. Couldn't get it shipped to you. But somehow I was able to get it shipped to my dad. So I had to get shipped to my dad. Oh. And my dad has it. <laughs> it was. The things that we have to That's, go through. Yes, 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 exactly. And I always, I was always the one. I was like, no, I am not doing that. I, and I'll never forget the story because my dad would never let me live it down when the Cabbage Patch dolls came out. Now I'm aging myself. Yeah. And it was a hot toy back in the It was back in the, was, back in the 80s, back. yeah. And my dad sat on the line for like five, six hours and he got like one of the last dolls available. And when he got it, he wasn't the one. No, no, it was, I guess, the one I wanted. I don't even remember. Like, I remember the doll, but I don't remember if I had asked for it. They decided on their own that that was what they were going to get me. Okay. Put the doll in the bed. And can I tell you, at like five o'clock in the morning, screaming my head off, that somebody was in bed with me staring at me. (laughs) And I did not want the doll after that. (laughs) It is a scary looking doll, I will admit. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness, that is so much. Yeah. So after that story, I was like, I'm never gonna be that parent. You guys are crazy. I would never do that. And here, here I was the other Christmas tracking down a freaking doll for her. I know. She had last year she requested a doll. She wanted a baby doll. Mm. And then I saw her going online and looking at some of these baby dolls. And I first and foremost, I couldn't believe the price of some of these dolls. We were having that conversation. They were like out of this world. And I'm like, Mm. and I'm not doing it. So we ended up getting an American Girl doll, uh, which to me, they're so overpriced. I mean, and I'll be honest, I think they're ugly. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I think those dolls are ugly. Uh-huh. They look scary. Uh, listen, if anybody out there loves them, no offense to you, but I personally think that they are ugly. Okay. So my daughter happened to see one while I was browsing and she liked it. Mm-hmm. and but it was for some odd reason it was on sale and mm-hmm. I got it for like 50% off so I ended up paying I want to say like 50 60 bucks for that doll to be mm-hmm. honest with you I don't know if it was an inventory thing that they were trying to get rid of but it was the only American doll American girl doll that was on sale that was mm-hmm. the only one and there was only like a few left mm-hmm. so I ended up ordering it she loves the doll, but the doll's more naked than anything else. And the doll's hair is absolutely a mess. A mess. And you can't comb that hair out. I can't figure out. If anybody knows how to like do to clear up that girl's the doll's hair, please yeah. send us some tips because I done everything. The pulse softener, conditioner, yes. mm-hmm. vinegar and water. You name it, what's on Google, I've already tried. It has not worked. So if there's a miracle out there, anyone that wants to send us a message to please help out because this mama has three dolls 
that the hairs are so tangled that it's it's ridiculous. And I have a child crying because she can't put the comb through the doll's hair. Girl, and that's another whole meltdown. Your your niece? Oh, she has a simple solution for that. (laughs) She's giving them haircut. her Barbie dolls she got better with the bigger dolls we sat down and had that conversation how she had to take care of her dolls and stuff but her Barbie dolls girl I can't even tell you how many Barbies she made ball (laughs) giving them haircuts and let's not honestly I don't have to decapitate it (laughs) I have to agree with her because I'm at that point I mean, they should make better hair for these dolls. For the price that they are, mm-hmm. they should have better hair. I know That's you an option. Bring, I know you could bring your dolls to the stores and they'll fix them. But they have those you know. doll doctor things. Yeah. I'm not paying to get the hair detangled. They're going to charge me an arm and a leg based on how my I'm daughter sure. tangled those hairs. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's no way. No. Not doing that. Um, but yeah, so that was her request last mm-hmm. year. And then for her birthday this year, she wants the doll with a broken leg. So we'll get her the doll with the broken <laughs> The elves got broken leg. The dog has broken legs. Which is so far. The only thing that your niece has asked me this year, I the Xbox. <laughs> Xbox? Oh, yes. Yeah. I got well, she's request. She's right there with her brother. So she wants to get xbox and the gaming system now i'm like oh here we go (laughs) yeah last year well they asked santa last year for Mm -hmm. the nintendo switch the one that Mm -hmm. you can um handheld and use it as a console as well yeah um so santa did not bring them last year but santa but mommy and dad got them for their birthdays Mm -hmm. so it was like a shared gift because their birthdays are two days apart and they both wanted it except that marky the oldest took charge of it so Mason rarely gets to play with it. So it's a constant, like, remember, it's a shared birthday gift. Yeah. Um, this year, they have asked for the Xbox. And I think there's a five in there somewhere. But this thing is impossible to find. And when you mm-hmm. do it, it's like $800. Oh, yeah. No. Not happening. No. Not happening. I don't even, when I got Nathan's, I don't even, I, I lucked out, honestly, because I don't even remember how I ended up coming across this one xbox for him because they were all sold out everywhere and i just stumbled across it but i don't know i i'm so done with electronics i am too because i take (laughs) them away yeah they're not allowed them doing school days no they're not allowed they misbehave they don't get them so it's like why am i buying something but on that note you're gonna end up fighting with them (laughs) well they're the boys christmas list is archery they want several cartridges. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I can't just buy one because there's we have three Nintendo Switches. So I have to buy three cartridges of the same thing because that's how they all play together. Mm-hmm. I don't allow, I mean, I don't know how you do it with Nathan, but with um, the Nintendo, I don't allow to be connected online. Mm-hmm. Um, they can only play with each other. So... With that, when they asked me for the Xbox Five or whatever that is, whatever the name of the game is, 
Mm-hmm. I asked them, I asked Marky the reason why. And he said, well, to play with my friends because I can go online. And mm. I mean, I don't know how you feel. And I want your opinion on this is I honestly think the kids are too young to be logging in online because mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of access other people may have, even though yeah. they, they can tell me, oh, I blocked them or I don't know if it's a parent playing with my child. I don't know if it's really another child playing with my child. Yeah. I they mean, have those I, headsets, they have everything going on. They're in their own little world. And I'm just not comfortable. And I definitely understand that. I mean, there's only so many parental controls, especially if you don't know mm-hmm. what you're looking for. Right. Or, you know, you don't know anything about gaming and setting up those mm-hmm. systems. I could completely understand how you would have that hesitancy but I mean I would say it would depend on the kid like Nathan obviously Nathan's older than your boys but Nathan has always been very cautious and I never really had a problem like that with him Mm -hmm. and we definitely sat and laid down the rules and he knew like when he first got it he wasn't allowed to talk to anybody he didn't know um, he had his little friends list. I had the parental controls. I even had like, um, what is that Twitch set up so that yeah. like, when he was playing, like I could hop on there and just see like who he's playing with, who he's talking to and all that stuff. And he knows. Yeah. And I have the app on the phone so I could do it whenever I wanted to. Um, but we, we definitely sat down and had a long conversation about, um, the dangers of talking to people online and was even though it was on a gaming system instead mm-hmm. of like being like on the computer or chat line or anything like that like instagram um you know we we sat down we talked about it and we told them the rules applied for that as well so it, it's how you talk to your child and it's your child too i mean of it's course. the maturity level it's how much you know, if you know, you could trust your child. And of course you could trust your child million percent and you never know. Absolutely. And that's what scares me the most. I mean, I do trust my kids. We, we do have rules set in place, um, but kids are going to be kids. And with that being said, we want a big example I can use is we allowed it Marky the oldest to be on the computer. He has these mm-hmm. little games that he likes to play on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but my Marky is a little sneaky where Mason, <laughs> if you tell him something, mm-hmm. he will abide by it. And he, it's almost like he's scared. Marky is not scared. So there has been two incidents on the computer, uh, which mm-hmm. now he has lost all privileges for the computer that he happened to hop into one of the chat rooms of one of these games, mm-hmm. chatting with somebody mm-hmm. chat room. Uh-huh. And if it wasn't for Mason, to let me know that Marky was chatting with somebody, I would have never known. Mm-hmm. So when I, so Mason mentioned to me and I asked Marky and I said, you know, who are you chatting with? And he went, Mason! Like, oh, he knew. He knew tell, he was you know? <laughs> so he knew immediately he was in trouble, but uh-huh. he still did it. So yeah. that's what made him lose. And what scares me is, I do trust him. And I know he's a very responsible kid. If something mm-hmm. were to, you know, happen, he would, he's comfortable enough where I know he will tell me, mm-hmm. but something can happen that I don't need him reading or seeing, being exposed in any sort of way. 
Mm-hmm. Cause by the time that he feels that it's in trouble, that he will tell me he's already, been right. yeah. And that's what my fear is with electronics and online gaming and all that good stuff. Um, I don't mind that they play like, for example, with the Nintendo, um, they have one little Mason's friend. Um, mm-hmm. they're seven years old. He is allowed to log in when the boys are logged in. So I had already set up that access where if they see each other, it's on Minecraft. So if they see each other, they can join. Uh, But he is the only one. It's also because I know his mom monitors him. Mm -hmm. I know his mom is watching and him and the mom, you know, me and the mom had a conversation that, you know, we were both on the other end looking out and making sure that there was nothing there. So it's my three kids and this little boy, they get to play together. Um, As a matter of fact, the little friend also has somebody else that he plays with, but my mm-hmm. kids are not allowed to play with this other kid because I don't know. So mm-hmm. whenever this other kid joins, they can't join my children's world. So her son has to either choose my kid's world or this other child, you know, yeah. um, hate to kind of put them in the middle, but I don't know who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's a child playing, if it's a parent playing, I don't know yeah. that parent, course, but I yeah. do know Mason's friends family and I know how they monitor their son. So I'm absolutely comfortable with that. But with that being said, if it was open that anybody can join in, as we know, it's not safe for the kids. Well, of course. Of anybody course. can tell them I'm a seven-year-old child. Oh, of course. And I tell them that all the time. I'm like, you think you might be talking even over the headphones. I'm like, you know how many programs are out there to change your voice yeah. to make you sound like you're a little kid or whatever you want to sound like. I'm like, just don't I know you want to be trusting of people because obviously they're kids you know they're innocent they're naive. so yeah the exactly they're naive. exactly so it's like I said it definitely depends on the child and how their maturity level is and of course like you have to talk to them you have to find a way that you're comfortable talking about certain things with them and, and stuff so definitely like I've always been very open with my kids mm-hmm. with a lot of this stuff. And especially now in the world that we live in, it's, it's a lot different. Um, I wouldn't say it's a lot different because I hate that expression. Oh, it was so much different back when we were growing up. It really isn't. It's just more exposed. The, exactly. That's the thing. The danger was All still there. All these things were here. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not the internet thing. Cause there was no internet back yeah. then, but there was but a even neighbor. then. Yeah, but there was but a neighbor. even then it was a number. Even then, it was yeah. yeah, yeah. But even then, you know, um, when the internet first started and we were all on AOL, yeah, <laughs> AOL instant chat thing. I mean, it was there, yeah. But nobody really talked about it. It wasn't something that I was like, oh my god. But yeah. now it's so much, and it's so everything is out there. You can't do anything without there being proof or something there, you know. Right. And it's so easily available for everybody to get. It is. So it's definitely like just being honest with the kids, explaining them. And you don't have to give like full details of everything. I've always tried to do it in a way that's age appropriate and and not too much, you know. And and for us, it's difficult because it's like, okay, they both want to know or answer or something. I'm like, okay, there's an age difference there. I know Nathan can handle some information better than mm-hmm. Chloe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it, it, it just comes down to talking to your kid and letting them know. I feel like when you try to hold 
information from right. them, it, even it if it's with a good, yeah, exactly. Even if it's with good intention, they get that natural curiosity yeah. and it's not, you know, it's not them being rebellious. It's a natural curiosity. They want to know, they want to know what, and I feel like if you give them enough, so that way they understand and kind of take that curiosity and you've explained it, it kind of goes away, you know? Absolutely. I agree with you a thousand percent on that. I mean, we're very open with our kids too, mm-hmm. um, age appropriate. Yes. And there's some things that, you know, we parent different each child, mm-hmm. each oh, of course. same topic is expressed and explained differently to three different children. Of Although course. the boys are very close in age, Mason sometimes gets it faster than Mark. Mm-hmm. My, Mason is my street smart kid. Yes. Mark is my book smart kid. Mm-hmm. So Although I'm explaining something, there's a difference in there. And sometimes Mason has a bit of maturity to understand something than Marky does. Mm -hmm. But on that note, I've always made it a point that no matter the topic and no matter if they were ever going to get in in trouble, that they have to be comfortable to always come to us, to talk to us or to a trusted adult. Which yes. I've always brought up your name and they know that if there's anything that they feel that they can't talk to mom and dad, that Titi Zuli and Tichio are always there for them, mm-hmm. that they can, you know, if they need to, to pick up the phone and call that they can always do that. Um, so they know, I mean, for the most part, and I will say this, um, Zuli, that for even if they were in trouble, I will get, can I talk to you in private? Mm-hmm. You know, so I already know that I have to approach because I've always said to them, you can be in trouble as long as you come to me before I find out mm-hmm. you're not going to be in trouble. You're going to be reprimanded. There's going to be consequences, but it's not going to be in a sense of you are in trouble. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. But if yeah. I find out on my own and I have to question you, then it's, it's automatically a loss. Mm-hmm. So I've, I have found, and even with the other day, um, Ari, Ari is four. And she came to me and I'm asking her about her day. And, and she's like, oh, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you. So I'm like, all right, she's being sassy. Uh-huh. Um, we got home and she's like, mommy, we were eating dinner. She's like, mommy, when we finish dinner, can we have a private conversation upstairs? Yeah. Said, Absolutely. So immediately that automatically told me that there was something. bothering. Yeah. And sure enough, she had said that she by accident, she did say to me, she's like, mommy, I pushed a friend, but I, it wasn't meant to like, I didn't mean to hurt her. She was in my way and I was running too fast and I couldn't stop, but I could tell that little guilt feeling. And I said, well, did you get in trouble? And she's Uh like, no, you know, Miss Ashley saw that I was, you know, that I was just not being careful. And she told me to be careful. I was like, I understand. I'm like, you're not in trouble at home. But I want you to be able to come to me. And if it's something that's bothering you, we'll work through it. I said, next time, just slow down. Be, you know, be careful with your friends around you because some friends are a little bit smaller than you. You know, you're a big girl. Um, And she understood and we got into talking. But that to me was like, wow, she felt comfortable enough that she could come to me even if she was in trouble, even if if there was something bothering her. And that was like a mommy win for me. Oh, yeah, that's a big win. And that, that was always the one thing for my kids too. I'm like, I don't care what it is. I want you guys to understand that you guys could come to me with anything. It doesn't matter what it is. I can't say I won't be upset if it's something that is upsetting. But like you said before, I would rather you come and tell me what happened and what's going on than to 
for me to find out through somebody else or, you know, after the situation's worse and you made it even worse by trying to cover up or hide or just come and talk to me, come and talk to me. You know, you might still get in trouble for something if it's deserving, but guess what? It's less trouble because you came and you told the truth and you explained yourself. Right. And you no, took, I'm with you. On you that. took the responsibility of what happened. That that's always my main one. You right. Taking the responsibility. Doesn't matter what it is. Even if you were in the wrong, but you still feel like you're right. And you still feel like you didn't do wrong, but you're taking responsibility for Yes, I did say this. Yes. This is how I feel. And what I, I would rather have that. Absolutely. I'm with and you I, that. that's a big thing that's missing nowadays is responsibilities for your actions. Cause everybody's always not my kid. Da, 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 da. Nobody's kid is an angel. Yep. I know my kids certainly have their moments. Oh, absolutely. I mean, every child. And I've, I've said to my kids, I don't expect you to be perfect. No, I know there's going to not. be things that you believe in your heart that it's right, that somebody may think it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And somebody may say that you're going to get in trouble because of what you decided to do or the choices that you made. Mm-hmm. It's like, as long as you are comfortable enough to understand that actions have response to have consequences and you need to take responsibility for your actions. Mm-hmm. We had a big example with Marky in school. Um, it, it was a really big learning lesson for him where, you know, he thought he was being funny because he was following a friend um, footsteps and uh-huh. kind of letting the friend lead the way. And he kind of tagged along and, somebody's feeling got hurt and he got called into the principal's office. And of course I got the call, which I was not happy about, but I can't blame him because he was still in school. Okay. Ended up that when he came home, he literally said, Hey mom, you know, it's like, that was not what I intended. That's not what I intend. You know, that's not how it came out to be. It came out wrong. And I said, well, do you understand you need to take responsibility for what you said and what you did? Mm -hmm. And he paused for a minute. And I said, this is why I always tell you there's consequences to your actions and you need to stand up to what's right. And you need Mm -hmm. to take responsibility for, you know, what you did. And he did, um, you know, and and he was fourth graders, God help those teachers. Teachers are a blessing in disguise. I swear they are angels without wings on earth because apparently fourth grade starts with a dating scene. So with that, I told my child, that he had to go to the girl that, uh-huh. you know, the things were said and he needed to apologize and explain to her that that was what he did. He thought he was being funny and, uh-huh. he, you know, and he saw, he told me he was sorry for what he did and he didn't need to hurt her feelings. So I said, mm-hmm. you need to tell her that and you need to apologize, be the bigger person, be a gentleman and apologize. And he and he said, well, but she's always with this other kid. And I said, well, <laughs> I'm like, okay. I said, well, you, just tell her. He's like, well, I don't want to say it in front of anybody else. I said, well, you pull her aside. And he's like, well, mommy, that's her boyfriend. Girl, I almost fell out of my seat because I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, then you tell her boyfriend you need a minute to herself. So I told one of my girlfriends that she's like, you're about to get your son beat up. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm like, am I like throwing my son under the bus here? But, you know, I want him to understand that. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I don't want my son beat up by somebody's boyfriend that's in fourth grade and they all can't hang out because one is a boyfriend to the girlfriend and the girl, whatever it is. And I'm sure that that boyfriend girlfriend is lasting a week. And the next thing you know, they're all moving on. Um, (laughs) But these teachers have to handle this, which I had no idea. And apparently it's a big issue in fourth grade. 
I don't. Um, yeah. So needless to say that I, you know, <laughs> my kid was dead wrong. Yeah. He understood his consequences and he knew that there was, you know, he needs to take responsibility and, and he took and he did. And he said he felt good about it after he talked to her and he made me proud because he's, Aww. he really <laughs> took it upon himself to, you know, apologize. And yeah. I'm not going to wood. There was not going to be another incident. You know, and hopefully he's a leader now and not a follower, because that was the other thing that we've talked about, you know, yeah. not because somebody that is a big one. Yeah. With that pressure to do it, too. You know, stand <laughs> up and be the voice that sometimes somebody needs. And I told him, I said, you were wrong because this girl needed somebody to stand up to her and be the voice. And I said, mm-hmm. and you weren't a gentleman. You need to be a gentleman. I love that you say yeah. gentleman. Yes. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm raising boys, you know, yeah. and if there's a responsibility I believe You're raising men. I am raising, raising young men. I'm okay. I'm raising future husbands, future mm-hmm. fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, that I want them to know how to treat a lady. Yes. I want them to be respectful to anybody, not just adults, not just male, female, older, younger. Everybody deserves respect. And I always tell them. When it's deserved, because right. I don't go for that just because they're older, right. you need to be respectful. Nope. And I tell the kids, there's a difference between between being polite Mm -hmm. and respectful and showing respect when it's deserved. Yes. And I think too many, too many of these old people, Mm -hmm. uh, including our age. Our generation specifically. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, you need a respect. No, Mm -mm. respect is earned. I'm going to be polite to you. I'm huge But you've done nothing to earn a whole bunch of respect like how you're demanding because if that's the case then where's the respect for me yep because you're not showing you being nasty as hell (laughs) i'm with you so i grew up you know where you respect your elders oh of course you don't talk back to your parents you respect your elders Um, and honestly i'm the rebel (laughs) i am the black sheep of the family i am the rebel i will admit um i never lacked respect to those mm-hmm. that respected me yeah that did not I let them know don't care for you yeah. and I tell my kids even when they're being a little sassy and disrespectful I'll tell them I give you respect and I demand respect back yeah and yes. the same way you should do it you respect people up until they respect you the minute mm-hmm. they don't respect you you don't have to be nasty no yeah and I think that's and the let them know yeah put them in their place yeah learn to talk to me Learn that because I'm younger than you. And that's why I always tell my kids, not because sometimes you're older, you have to respect the youngers. Yeah. Like everybody deserves respect. Of course. Of course. But I always tell, you know, you're polite and stuff. And I know that whole saying, you should respect your elders. And I tell my kids, I'm like, you, you could learn a lot from older people. We had our, our neighbor in Arizona. I absolutely loved her. Her name, we called her grandma that's why she wanted every all the kids everybody in the neighborhood would call her grandma and I'm like the lessons that you could learn from her you know she's definitely older um she's African-American and and just the life lessons that she was able to share with the kids and the things that she went through going up Mm -hmm. during you know her lifetime and everything that she's seen and experienced and she was a teacher and Mm -hmm. all the stuff that she did for her community like I'm like you're respectful and those are the elderly that the ones that truly deserve teach you yes that deserve that respect yep. they earned it earned it 
and it's just like the wealth of knowledge that she had mm-hmm. for them. I'm like, those are the type of people that you want to be around, that you give the respect, that they earn that respect. Absolutely. And they're going to show you the same respect. Absolutely. I'm with you a thousand percent on that. You know, raising good kids, it's not mm-hmm. easy. It's not. It, it, it definitely does take a village. Different. Yep. It and, does. you know, and there's a lot of parents that are very involved, uh, yes. but there's also a lot of parents that care less. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not our lot. children are mixed in between mm-hmm. and making right choices is important. Uh, but hopefully we're raising good kids, sis. I mean, it's it's yeah. not easy. And no, although, is, you know, not. we try to break cycles, family cycles and bad habits and teach mm-hmm. our kids the right way. Hopefully, you know, one day we're going to look back and say, oh, gosh, thanks. You know, we did it. <laughs> You know, they're good. They're good human beings. They're good adults. They make good decisions and they're respectful. And, you know, they have a good head on their head on their shoulders. shoulders. I'm having a hard time talking today. I think I'm tired. It's the change of weather. It's the the slugness from the holidays. Yeah. That dreadfulness. I couldn't even talk this morning. That's how cold it was. My kids kept saying, mommy, I'm smoking. I'm like, you're what? Smoking. The air was so frigid outside. I'm like, well, you're, you're doing I what? That. I definitely do not miss that. Yeah. <laughs> it was cold. Like I literally broke my jacket out today. I, I see that. You got the fur going. I got the fur going today, girl. It's well, warming sure up now. But today, here. I just rolled out of bed in my pajamas and, and drove those kids to school. <laughs> and some shorts and a t-shirt. Let's just go. I can't even do that because I have to walk the boys in. So, well, not in, but to the door. Yeah. Uh, so I have to put something on and then coming to find out this is a whole, whole new topic, girl. We're going to get to it another day, but I would like to know what the teachers think when they're doing those uh, morning pickups and looking at some of these, yeah. like me I've, looking crazy as hell. I've seen some parents that not only do they look crazy in the morning, but they still uh-huh. look crazy at pickup. I'm like, honey, you rolled out of bed and you haven't changed. That would probably be me. <laughs> it's almost four o'clock. You're picking up your kid. Um, hello? <laughs> do you, you have a like- few hours to yourself? I mean, granted, <laughs> some of us have smaller kids, but girl, let me tell girl, you. You need the house. Sweatpants is okay. Pajamas is not. <laughs> Let me tell you how one time I ran into, uh, it was Nathan's teacher. And, you know, I would say hi and stuff during drop off and pick up. Mm-hmm. I was one of those because I was working from home. So I didn't have like a dress code. Yeah. You know, at the time I'm working from home. So I don't have cameras. We weren't doing Zoom meetings. It was just everything over the phone yeah. when I needed to. So I didn't have to get dressed. I was in PJs all the time. <laughs> we ran into his teacher outside of school I don't even remember where and literally this teacher did a double take and the expression (laughs) on her face was like who are you like I don't know you and then it came on her face like oh that's how you look like when you're a normal human being (laughs) I was like damn did I look that bad oh my god I wouldn't recognize some people that I've seen around the school, if they were to get dressed, I would not recognize them. When I tell you, 
Uh full blown hair up in a bun, Mm -hmm. like fleece PJ pants, fleece long sleeve button down, like the whole full pajama set with Mm -hmm. slippers, socks and slippers. I mean, no joke, pulling a cart. And I'm like, oh, honey, is that the look we're going for? And the thing is, when it comes, this is drop off. When it comes pickup time, I'm like, yo, you haven't changed. (laughs) I'm not judging. I'm not judging because I'm not going to say I went out in pajamas, but I have walked out of the house a few times in a rush where I wasn't able to do my hair. And no makeup, nothing. It was a hot mess. And it was like the first wetsuit I could get. The first oh. wetsuit went on. Like what, what, what was standing in front of me is what got They're put coming on. back. And he wasn't matching. Let's just put it this way. It was not matching. Uh-huh. Yes. A clown, the circus, kind of like that kind of combination. Yeah. And, and it was bright colors too. It wasn't even subtle colors. So <laughs> I've done that. My closet's black, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but I'm talking about like every day. Yeah. I mean, I know this teacher, she tried playing it off. She was like, oh, you straighten your hair. <laughs> I'm like, oh, honey, I washed it today. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I don't look like a lioness with all these curls today. Yes, my hair was straightened. However, <laughs> I knew that that was not it, you know. But I'm, I lucked out because I do the, the drop off or pick up by car. You know, I don't do the walking thing so I could kind of get away get with away. the outfits. Yeah. Even though I know that Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it was in my sleeping pajamas. So, you know, the shorts are short and you tank top and stuff. And Nathan, the one day turned to me because I had slippers, like the house slippers, <laughs> my SpongeBob house slippers. And he's like, mom, what happened if you ever had a car accident? while we were at school, like somebody bumped into your car or something. I'm like, well, Nathan, be prepared because your mom's going to be standing out there in her short shorts and sleeping pajamas here. And some SpongeBob (laughs) standing out the car. I can't. walk the rest of the way to school, mom, early. Oh, geez. (laughs) And it's funny because growing up, that was always like my aunt used to always say, always leave the house and make sure you don't have holes and make sure you're clean. Because if something happened, somebody go to rescue you. You need to look presentable. I'm like, I'll be dying, but I'm looking presentable. say that because I I would say that to the kids all the time when we're getting ready to go out so I'm like are you sure you're clean everything's clean you're good you know I, your brother is so messed up man he goes that shit don't matter <laughs> when you're laid up on the ground they're gonna cut through your pants and everything they ain't looking nowhere he knows firsthand and he was his good jeans too <laughs> and he was like and they were brand new underwear they were I forgot there was some designer underwear and they cut through that shit. I never again bought those. Underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I was so pissed when they were cutting that shit. Off. I'm like, well, what they were pe- trying to save your leg. First of all, <laughs> he, he will never let that one down. He was, he was more pissed that they had yes. to cut his clothes his to get to yep. his broken femur because mm-hmm. the femur was like standing out from his motorcycle accident. Then he mm-hmm. <laughs> 
worry about his legs. <laughs> I go to visit this fool in the hospital. His leg is all up, all operated on. And he's like, yo, can you believe he cut my jeans? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the jeans they cut your leg. Like you're I know. in the cast, you're operated on. Your like, okay, about that. Those jeans were expensive. <laughs> Where are your priorities? Oh, oh believe me. Clearly he has day. none. Till this, oh, till this he day. will tell and the he, kids, don't worry about it. Because Oh no, he says it. if he ever dies to make sure I get the, the rod out of his leg so I could sell it. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't gonna do that. Are you serious? He's like, that's worth money. I'm like, I don't care what the fuck it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I tell people he's twisted, people don't believe me. He is so twisted. Yes, he is. He's like, that's your inheritance, sis. <laughs> right. That's gonna cover the funeral cost. What too? <laughs> With the amount of metal he has in his leg. Oh my god. Between but on that note, brother. girl, yeah. I have to start packing. <laughs> yeah. To our adventure that I am looking forward to coming back home already. I envision myself on the way back. Yeah. um well I take it easy it. try to enjoy as much as you can there's only so much you can i am we're gonna make memories right and that's all that's gonna matter and we're gonna have some good laughs and some freezing times hopefully there's gonna be a good fireplace to keep us warm we're gonna put yeah. these men to work and chop up some wood and get us warmed up with a fire pit good sneakers socks girl under, i am going full I'm going full winter snow boots. Layer them up. At least you could take off if you start getting hot. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. A new experience for the kids. They'll like it. it. I'm sure they'll love it. I know they they might complain. They're looking forward to seeing their friends. Yeah, and that too. That they're they're gonna have other kids their age. So you guys will be fine. Yeah. Make your little checklist to help you out there that's exactly what i'm gonna start on to make sure because i have to take everything from spices to dishes to everything with me sheets and bedding and so i gotta do all of that and then when i come home god help me because i have to wash all that stuff i don't know how you yeah overload i don't know how you're doing meals but pre-pack them if you can or pre-season yeah i'm actually pre-cooking them we're starting tonight um and they have a full fridge and they have a full stove and everything but i'm not going to be using any of that i'm taking my instant pot and all my (laughs) easy stuff girl paper plate for the instant pot (laughs) oh i love my instant pot i don't go anywhere without it especially camping we're going camping my instant pot is coming so that's why i got a cabin with electricity but we will see you guys on the next episode thank you for listening Bye. bye